Women in White Coats is here to uplift women doctors just like you. Empowering you in your personal and professional life. I'm Dr. Amber Robbins. And I'm Dr. Archana Shrestha. We are doctors, best-selling authors, and the co-founders of Women in White Coats. Now, are you ready for a culture shift where women empower women? Join us to get a glimpse of what life is like as a woman doc. And guess what? You'll discover that you're not alone. We're here to give you positivity and keys to balancing your life. This is the Women in White Coats podcast. We don't want to see women doctors burn out. Instead, we want to see them burn bright. That is exactly why we created the Women in White Coats Physician Wellness Program to help women doctors overcome feelings of burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion, rekindle their passion for medicine, and create better work-life integration and more fulfilling relationships. Sister Doc, we invite you to join us in a unique three-month-long journey back to yourself as we dive deep into the root of burnout and help you find more joy and fulfillment in all areas of your life. You'll even earn CME. To learn more, go to womeninwhitecoats.com forward slash wellness and let's burn bright together. Now back to the episode. Hi, welcome to the Women in White Coats podcast. I'm Dr. Marion McCrary, co-host of the podcast and a Women in White Coats Writers Fellow. And I'm so excited to have back Dr. Petra McEwen. You've heard from her before. We actually had a conversation earlier this year. She is also one of the Women in White Coats Writers Fellows. And um, her blog, Knowing When to Say Enough, Simone Biles and Women in Medicine, recently came out. And she's here today to talk about that and a few other questions that I've posed to her. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. McEwen. Well, thanks for having me. I know we all um, have heard the story of what happened with Simone Biles at the uh, Summer Olympics. And I think it's really interesting how you compared that to being a woman in medicine. For those who haven't read your article yet, would you summarize that a little bit for us? Absolutely. So um, in the article, so I kind of discussed what happened with Simone Biles at the Olympic um, Games this year, this past summer over in Tokyo. And for those who may not have heard, who may have missed it, um, she, of course, Simone Biles is one of the greatest gymnasts of all time, um, especially one representing the United States. And she was expected, um, this was this is her second Olympic Games, and she was expected to add a lot more gold medals to the medals that she already has. Um, so everyone was expecting her to do well. Um, she um, she was expected to, to place in so many events. She was expected to help her team, um, the USA women's gymnastics team to, to achieve gold medals as well um, in their team events um, or as a team. But um, once she got started with the game, she kind of fell off um, and had a one of her events, the vault. Um, she she mentioned something called the twisties, which is something that gymnasts um, can sometimes feel when they just they feel lost in the air. Which of course, us as physicians and women in medicine, we can we can kind of understand that if you're doing all of these. Um, 
um, dangerous feats, especially jumping and twisting in the air. If you land wrong, I mean, it could be a serious injury, can also can even be fatal. Um, so it's something where she recognized that she just wasn't herself. Um, and of course, this was on the world stage. Um, she had so much um, that, that was going for her, so much pressure on her. She even commented that she felt like she had the world on her shoulders, and she's felt like that for some time. Um, so she was brave enough um, and confident enough, confident enough, sorry, in herself to, to withdraw from several of the events um, that she was expected to place well in. Um, and I just, I, when I saw that and heard it, um, I, I was just so proud of her, honestly, just as a young woman um, to be able to stand up and to say that, you know what, I don't feel like myself. I need to, I, I need to take a step back. I'll still allow my team to move forward and do what they need to do to shine. Um, and I, I just need to take care of myself. Um, and so a lot of times us and that that hit that struck me because I know as for, for me as a mom and as a physician, I don't do that very often, honestly. And I know that I speak for a lot of women in medicine where we have so much on our plates. We have so many people who rely on us. Um, it's it's, it's hard sometimes for us to really to stand up and say, you know what, physically, emotionally, mentally, I'm not, I don't feel like myself and I need to, I need to take a step back and to take care of me. Yeah. And that decision that Simone Biles made on one hand had to be so difficult. As you said, all the training, all of the expectations that were on her shoulders to be able to say, nope, we're doing something different. But on the flip side, you know, it's, it's also such a simple, important decision because she knew her life could be at danger if she were to move forward uh, during this time where she's having this, this situation, these twisties that put her in danger and definitely not at her best. And, and there's parallels there, as you say, with how we are expected to show up in medicine and how we sometimes do things that aren't in our best interests. Absolutely. And I, and I think one point to that too, uh, the big point is that she, she made that decision before it was too late. I think a lot of times, and again, speaking for myself, it's something that I'm working on is to not wait until you're exhausted or burnt out, um, to not wait until it gets to um, high blood pressure or anxiety or, 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 or major diagnoses before, before we decide to truly take a step back um, before it's too late, before we, we really cause, cause serious consequences on ourselves. Yeah. How would you suggest for those listening, or maybe just simply how you do that for yourself um, to figure that out before it gets to that breaking point? Right. And I'd, I'd say um, to definitely stay in touch with, of course, your, your, your family members, any, any trusted friend, anyone that you can kind of talk to, um, whether it's a spouse, again, a friend, a family member, um, someone who can you, who you can be real with. Honestly, it's, it's so important to have a support system, someone who can, for one, point it out to you, because we may not always realize when we're kind of heading down that road towards burnout. Um, it may take another person to, to point it out and say, hey, I, 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 think, I, I think we need to pause. I think you need to take a break. Um, we may not always see it ourselves, and they may be able to point it out, but that, that takes being open and honest. Um, but then also just on a regular basis, just taking time for ourselves. Um, so even in the 
midst of all of this busyness with COVID and, and kids in school and just different things going on right now, um, it's so important that on a regular basis that we do things to fill our own cups before we get so empty while we're pouring out to other people. Um, so of course, finding finding something that, that, that you're interested in to, to keep your attention, even if it's just one day a week or something something that you choose once a week to do to treat yourself um it's a, if it's an activity that you enjoy to do uh, a pastime uh like crafting or anything um something to to consistently pour into yourself i love all those um have that support team and make sure you're on that team as well yes and and you were also um, had a sneak peek at an article that's coming out on women in white coats blog soon if not already expanding on that a lot more. So those were some of three strategies, but you actually give women physicians uh, speaking specifically to pediatricians, but also knowing that that can be um, expanded across all disciplines on ways to really support yourself to prevent that burnout. So look forward to that as well. Yes, because that that was another one that I know we were a lot of us were feeling it, um, but especially in pediatrics when we were just starting to feel just burnt out through the back to school season, and then now with children getting more COVID cases, we we've just been super busy. So yes, that article should be coming out soon. So I definitely encourage everyone to take a look at that. Not just pediatricians, but it, it is geared towards pediatricians. But I think all women physicians can get definitely get something out of it to help prevent burnout. Yeah. And speaking of that, you know, I know for myself, you know, being able to, to write and have the opportunity to put my thoughts down on paper and share them with folks through this writer's fellowship has been really fulfilling for me and energy giving. So it's been something that's helped me along the way, uh, which may be another strategy for some folks with burnout. When you look back along this uh, Women in White Coats Writers Fellows, which is about to finish up for us, there'll be a new, new group coming in at some point soon. What has this opportunity, this experience meant for you as a physician, as a writer, and uh, uh, a woman in medicine? Definitely being a part of the, the Women in White Coats Fellowship or Writers Fellowship, um, it definitely has been fulfilling to me um, in a couple of different ways. I'd say for one, just to be a part of, um, to be able to contribute to such a great organization that places such an emphasis on women physicians and our well-being, um, our careers, um, and just um, just motivating us to advance ourselves in so many different ways. Um, just being a part of that has been um, empowering. Um, also being able to meet um, fellow um, female physicians um, who are who are kind of in different fields, but are are in the same kind of still in the same boat and still trying to figure this all out um, as women physicians, as writers, and um, trying to um, to 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 motivate ourselves. Honestly, um, even if it was just virtually, honestly, it was just great great meeting. Sorry, um, the the other fellows that were part of this program. Um, I gained a lot of experience just writing on different topics that I don't always always write about um, on my blog where I typically write towards mothers um, and who are who have careers. So it was just a little different writing towards um, female physicians, but um, and it was just it was just ex exciting to write about things that I would normally not always write about. Um, and also learning how to edit and edit appropriately, like learning more writing skills um, and learning how to edit and critique others. Um, 
their their writing, but also to to receive that feedback that I received on my um, articles as well. Um, so in general, definitely a rewarding and fulfilling experience that I recommend for any other um, women physician to woman physician female physician sorry to participate in. I know I keep saying it's Women in Medicine Month when we are recording this. So I, I keep keep having that hashtag in my brain as we're talking. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then uh, it's there. Um, and that's so interesting, though, when you were talking about it, I was thinking back to Simone Biles and, you know, how uh, how a gymnast, even the best in the world, has to kind of continue to add to their skills. And it, it makes it fun for them and challenging and and learning something new. And and so I thought of that when you were describing, hey, I was already a writer, but I'm stretching a little bit and I'm writing for new individuals and I'm expanding that. And I think that's that's another piece of keeping you interested in, in preventing burnout is just being curious and trying new things and seeing where they go. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I, I, I agree with that parallel with Simone Biles as well, because she's so, I mean, she's so amazing as a gymnast, but yet she constantly pushes herself. Honestly, even I don't even think it's about our competitors at all. It's just really about pushing herself to be great, which is awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking with me again on the podcast and for all the wonderful blog articles. And it's been a pleasure to get to know you. What's next for you? The next, I'll continue writing um, over at my blog, wifeymommy.com, um, just expanding that to just reach out to as many female physicians as possible. Um, continuing, of, of course, as a, as a physician, I'm also a lactation consultant as well. So first continuing with my, my private lactation consulting um, business um, and just helping as many mothers as possible. But of course, I will, of course, continue to write and continue to support the Women in White Coats blog. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing and hearing more from you in the future. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Marion. Hi there, Women Docs. We hope you've been loving this podcast and feel uplifted at the end of each and every episode. If so, we would really appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating and write us a positive review. Those reviews help us get the word out and help uplift and empower more women doctors. But you know what? We'd love to meet up with you in person. So head on over to womeninwhitecoats.com and sign up to become a member of our supportive tribe. When you do, you will be the first to hear about meetups in your area, as well as upcoming live events. You'll also get our latest blog articles and podcasts delivered straight to your inbox. And you'll be the first to find out about the next time we open up our virtual Doctors Lounge, an online membership community created just for women doctors, where each month we run masterclasses with guest experts and masterminds on topics relevant to women doctors. While you're on our website, womeninwhitecoats.com, order your copy of our number one best-selling book, The Chronicles of Women in White Coats. Oh, and be sure to follow us on social media too. On Instagram, you'll find us at Women in White Coats blog. And on Facebook, you can find us at Women in White Coats. Can't wait to meet up soon.